permission to attack, permission to shoot, waiting for confirmation. Confirm now. A rising cyber. Welcome to this episode of The Rising Cyber. Our main topic today is cybersecurity strategy. A cybersecurity strategy is the plan to achieve an objective. This objective is the desired future state for the organization's security posture and level of risk. This strategy guides the blend of people, process, and technology employed to protect organizations, computers, and data from theft and or destruction. According to the European Union Agency for Cybersecurity, cybersecurity strategy is a plan of actions designed to improve the security and resilience. Its main objectives is to reduce business risks from cyber attacks by maintaining confidentiality integrity and availability. A sound cybersecurity strategy is not in and of itself a guarantee of success. There are several factors for it to be successful. A solid cybersecurity foundation is required for a successful strategy. There are few ways organizations get initially compromised. We are talking here about a beachhead or the compromising of patient zero. This could be done in many ways, via social engineering, unpatched vulnerabilities, insider threat, security misconfigurations, weak or stolen credentials. If you are an organization that cybersecurity is in its true essence of its culture, people, and its working processes, then you understand very well what a cybersecurity strategy is. And yes, culture eats strategy for breakfast, as that is the difference between a reactive security team and a proactive security team. Culture transcends training. It's one thing for employees to receive an annual security training for compliance purposes, But it's quite another thing for the concepts of security to be embedded in people, technology, and business altogether. The terms strategy and tactics are poorly understood in the business world. One person's strategy is another person's tactics. Many times I notice security experts and compliance professionals use the term strategy when they are referring to frameworks models or standards. Such examples as ISO standards, NIST standards, OWASP Top 10, CIS benchmarks, SOC 2, PCI, HIPAA, Cloud Security Alliance, and many, many more. These frameworks can be helpful tools for organizations seeking to improve their security posture. 
comply with regulations and demonstrate that they meet industry standards. But unfortunately here, 90% of organizations gets it wrong. It's not about compliance. It's about risks and risk management within the cyber domain. A cybersecurity strategy will only be successful if it is truly supporting the business, developing and aligning this strategy to the business that helps mitigate threats and risks, which is the core of the cybersecurity team responsibilities, and at the same time supports the business main objectives and mission statement. A good CISO is the one that learns about all critical parts of the business, what priorities other executives have and earn their trust. So they have to walk out of their security operation centers bunkers and spend some time with different executives and different business units, whether that is in a warehouse or in a different office location. Walk a mile in their shoes and they will have an easier time following your counsel and advocating for you when it's important. And always remember, it's the CISO's job to communicate or mitigate risks to the business, but never to decide what the organization's risk appetite is. The board of directors and senior management manages risk for the organization. And yes, cybersecurity is the newest, but is still one of the risks they have to make decisions upon. To build a strong cybersecurity strategy, you need two pillars. Asset identification and knowing your exact, precise threats and risks applied to your organization industry and geographical location. Asset identification to distinguish your crown jewels or high value assets. If any of your high value assets, confidentiality, integrity or availability is compromised in any way, shape or form, mean your organization will fail at least temporarily. Identifying crown jewels isn't an easy and straightforward task as crown jewels might not be obvious to people that don't possess expertise specifically related to the business they are supporting. Meet with the business leaders and key people. Understand the processes and assets they rely upon for their critical tasks. Review the disaster recovery and backup plans as they will give you a good insight of what and where the true crown jewels are. I call that reverse engineering a cybersecurity strategy. Specific requirements of threats and risks that apply to the organization, informed by industry, location or locations or places in the world the business operates and the people working in this organization. Trying to protect everything as if it's one of the same value to the organization is a recipe for failure. Understand the threat landscape and what specific risks you are facing as an industry and in your location of the world and set the priorities to protect your crown jewels accordingly. 
Cybersecurity fundamentals include the foundational capabilities that support a successful security program, such as vulnerability and identity management, social engineering, insider threat, among others. Before pouring in any additional investment into advanced cybersecurity capabilities, working on these fundamental issues is key. Stop being the lowest hanging fruit, so to speak. Walk before you run. Yes, advanced threat hunting and advanced persistent threat APT is way more sexier than working on vulnerability management. But fixing these foundational issues is what makes or breaks any successful cybersecurity program. Advanced cybersecurity capabilities are investments that organizations should make only as they become more capable at their fundamentals. As I mentioned earlier, if your organization isn't really good at the fundamentals, then don't bother investing in advanced cybersecurity capabilities, as attackers won't need to do anything advanced to successfully compromise your environment and subvert those advanced capabilities. Advanced cybersecurity capabilities are the part of your strategy that will help you identify, protect, detect, respond, and recover. This is the part of your strategy that helps you augment and identify deficiencies in the cybersecurity fundamentals. You need both for the strategy to be successful, but start building your foundations first before you advance into anything else. Different types of cybersecurity strategies. As we have discussed so far what a cybersecurity strategy is, what are the ingredients of its success, and some misconceptions of what is tactical and what is strategic when it comes to cybersecurity. There are many approaches for implementing a cybersecurity strategy. I will mention some and only discuss two of them in more details. So we have endpoint protection strategy, physical control and security clearance as a strategy, identity-centric strategy, compliance as a security strategy, attack-centric strategy, application-centric strategy, protect and recover strategy, or parameter strategy, which is an old uh, strategy and should not be used. The best strategy to use would be the attack-centric strategies between what I mentioned, and I'll explain why. And we'll explain why not to use compliance as a security strategy on its own as it is good only as a starting point, but not as a destination or a final strategy. The reason the attack-centric strategy is better because it addresses all the cybersecurity fundamentals that we have discussed earlier and mitigates them accordingly. Understanding how attackers or cybercriminals operates and planning your defenses accordingly is the best and more effective approach. 
The popularity of MITRE ATT&CK is a living proof of that. The focus of this approach is understanding how attackers operate and make each step and each tactic they use ineffective. It's good to mention that there is a MITRE pre-attack phase, which is as important if not more important than the MITRE attack. Pre-attack covers all the phases in an attack prior to exploitation. It's all about lowering the attacker's return on investment. By increasing the time, effort and costs associated with their attack will force cybercriminals to reconsider or even abandon their criminal activities or attacks. With compliance as a cybersecurity or security strategy, let's make it clear here. Compliance and cybersecurity are two different things. Overlapping, yes, but different. Compliance can be helpful demonstrating the organization's due diligence to limit its liability or answer to a regulating body in the industry. While cybersecurity's focus on identifying, protecting, detecting, responding and recovering from a cyber attack. And always remember that regulated security related standards are minimum requirements and aren't designed to protect your organization digital frontiers from modern day attacks. And a great example, the number of organizations that get breached every day that have met their compliance and regulation standards. So this is a good starting point, but must use different strategies when certain maturity is reached. As I always say, follow a risk-based approach and never a compliance-based one. The playing fields is never level in this game. So you have to mix and create a strategy that will provide you best outcome. And this isn't an easy task, my friends. Strategies has to be supported by a secure architecture, such as zero trust and a holistic approach of creating applications and writing secure code with DevSecOps. Some organizations using DevOps and wants to move to DevSecOps. One thing I tell them is you were doing it wrong in the first place. You cannot have or claim you have a proper DevOps without security embedded into it. And as they say, a good programmer is someone who always looks both ways before crossing a one-way street. A zero-trust architecture where you don't trust and always verify based on authentication and authorization in real time. And a continuous flow of signals to be challenged and verified by implementing least privileged principle and always assuming breach mindset. Mixing identity-centric strategy, zero trust, and application-centric strategy, DevSecOps, with attack-centric strategy to get a powerful strategy. You have to change the philosophies, cultures, and processes for your organization and understand that the only constant is change. In cybersecurity complexity, equals opportunities for cyber criminals. 
any effective cybersecurity defense program must be simplifiable, unifiable, and actionable. In our conclusion, for any cybersecurity strategy to be successful, you need to identify your crown jewels, follow the fundamentals I mentioned, and only then invest in advanced cybersecurity capabilities. But that's not all. You still require a few ingredients that I already have mentioned for a complete success. But I will condense them here for better clarity. The importance of cybersecurity culture, aligning with the business objectives, clear cybersecurity vision, mission, and imperatives, senior executive and board support, compliance program framework alignment, and an effective, trustworthy relationship between cybersecurity and IT teams. Having a clear and shared vision on where cybersecurity fits into an organization wider business strategy is not only important within the upper echelons of any organization. The organization as a whole should have a clear stance or perspectives on their vision, mission, and imperatives for their cybersecurity program. It's a two-way street. The right strategy for your organization is the one that works for your organization, as simple as that. Risk is relative, therefore no one strategy can be a silver bullet for all organizations and shouldn't ever be one-size-fits-all approach. There is no strategy without accountability. There is no accountability without leadership. That will be all for this episode. As always, thanks for listening. The Rising Cyber by Chetty Sowerby.